You're listening to Nick's Snacks and KFKA, hosted by Nick Kenny. Nick is the CEO of the Greeley Philharmonic Orchestra and the 2019 Greeley Chamber Ambassador of the Year. Nick's Snacks also touches on local and global issues through Nick's perspective, offering unique insights into the world's happenings. Prepare to learn something new in this thought-provoking and entertaining show. You're listening to Nick's Snacks on 103.1 and 1310 KFKA. That was Micah's selection of holiday music. And I know that he'll do much better for the rest of the bumper music. Merry Broncos, miss. Oh, Micah. And welcome back to co-host extraordinaire. Was that the title? Yes. Alyssa Sanchez yes, has returned. You. I have returned. In I, studio. Wow, I never thought the day would come. I knew it would. This is. I think this is technically the most epic return of all time. I mean, I think that's why Micah selected that music. Me too. That was, uh, I saw you singing along there. Oh, yeah, singing along. No, wait, the... that was Micah. That was Micah <laughs> behind the glass. Yeah, yeah. I, I selected that music because you wanted me to play Christmas music, and I, I have been putting it off, and now it's December 21st. And this is the first time I've been forced to play Christmas music. You knew it was coming, Micah. This yeah. will be the only day of the year you'll listen to Christmas music. I was able to avoid it during the nerd show. But yeah. No. Mm. We should have done uh, the Christmas in the Stars album by C-3PO. That was one of the worst CDs <laughs> I ever received as a, as a child. Did you, did you tell him that? No. Was it, was it the same voice guy? Oh, yeah, Absolutely. Yeah, I think uh, it I'm was glad the you, I'm glad you didn't tell him that the, when the we met him. Special. Mm. Yeah. Well, welcome back, Alyssa. It's, Thank you. I don't even know what to talk about. This will be the last Nick Snacks of the year, and we'll return the first week of January. But uh, Alyssa, you just finished up. First of all, congratulations! You graduated Thank from you. the University of Northern Colorado with uh, your bachelor's degree in music education. Yes, I did. I'm very excited to be done. I was in school for five years, so I was in there longer than a lot of people, but it was it felt so good to finish. <laughs> to walk? You walked, right? I did. I, I thought about not walking, but my mom said no. So, so running or skipping or? <laughs> well, yeah. Or like the Wizard of Oz, how she does the double skip. Oh, yeah. Actually, it's uh, mm-hmm. I, I, I do that fairly well. Me too. I've been practicing that. Wow. So I know. <laughs> there might be a, a, a moment in trivia tonight where we'll have a, a an, an interlude to where if you show off your dance moves from The Wizard of Oz, you could get a point or two. I don't wow. know. Wow. Good perk. See, I'm trying to convince <laughs> her to come to trivia because she doesn't want to because it's cold. It's true. It's very cold. Gosh. Hopefully I'm, we have a snowy Christmas. Maybe this will mean that. Uh, I will definitely have a snowy Christmas in Indiana. Oh, yeah. Um, Friday, we're supposed to get bombarded with snow and the roads will be impassable. Um, so I'll be spending time with my parents. Oh. Ooh, forced time. So I'll have to take a couple extra bottles of 477 distilling bourbon so we can lubricate ourselves properly and enjoy holiday movies and music and card games. Um, of course, it's Euchre in the Midwest. And uh, we'll see what else happens and transpires. Wow. Do you, does your family have any 
holiday traditions that you love? Not really. I mean, when when families get bigger and mm-hmm. in-laws are added, you know, you're just kind of pulled in so many different directions. So, no, not really. We're just enjoying the time together. I'm excited to meet my new nephew who turned a month old just a few days ago and um, can't wait to just uh, see him, snuggle him up. And uh, I'm not giving him back. I mean, I mean, I will when I leave. But, you know, as far as uh, everyone He's lives in Indiana, you no, know, the other nephew can come back with me. <laughs> Noah. Noah will want to, you know, to get some space. Mm-hmm. Um, no. What about you, Alyssa? What family traditions do you have? Well, I have my family is big into holidays, so they jam pack all three of the days with different pockets of people and everybody wants to do something fun. But we just did our Christmas cookie decorating. We do that every year, like right before Christmas. And that was fun. And My brother and his wife do that. They go, they like bake tens of dozens of cookies. Mm-hmm. We used to do it bigger, but me and my mom and my older sister are all vegan. So we had to adapt it to be vegan recipes. And that has been pretty difficult. We finally figured out how to make vegan fudge that doesn't taste horrible, oh. but it's it's hard to do the holidays I, vegan. I went through a fudge-making phase in undergrad, and I was like, wow, I, I made fudge <laughs> once, and I was like, this is really good, and then I tried making it again, and ever since then, it's been a disaster. Oh. Same with kind of my macarons last year at this time. Mm-hmm. Um, I was doing a really good job, and then the last couple of recipes, and I just haven't had the time, but I have almost perfected my bread recipe, a new bread recipe. Ooh, I, I tried the one you gave me yesterday. How was it? It's amazing. It's halfway gone. So. All right. Impressive. <laughs> yep. Are you even slicing it or are you just chomping on it? They're pretty thick slices, I'll be honest with you. That's but. all right. Peg, Peg from the office enjoyed it too. But. Yes. So did my cat. Wonderful. Um, yeah, my dog, Samwise, enjoyed the <laughs> loaf. I was going to give to Michaela and uh, that knucklehead. Yeah. I fell asleep on the couch last night and uh, he... Went rogue. Big mistake. Big mistake. Mm-hmm. You can't, anyway, for the world, I think you know already I got a dog. He's starting to come along. He's starting to be better trained. But I'm going to be gone and I'm going to miss him. But the wonderful Holly's going to take care of him. Mm-hmm. And you're going to take care of my cats. I am. In the house. Do your pets have any holiday traditions? <laughs> no, but I've got them all gifts this year. <gasps> wow. And I'll have to open them up when I get home. But I didn't put up a tree or anything just because mm-hmm. Sam was too new and put up a few decorations. But, you know, it is it is what it is. I put up a tree and within an hour it was on the ground. For oatmeal? Yes. But uh, now it's it's standing and none of the lights work anymore. But oh, no. that's okay. <laughs> well, darn. He hasn't touched it since. So I think he's learned. Oh, good. Yeah. When I Last year I had uh, my tree up and Guster, the, the youngest cat I have, knocked all the ornaments off within his range. And he was tiny last year. He was oh. just a kitten. And uh, he's tamed down a bit, but with Sam, I didn't think that a tree would last very long or wrapped to get uh, presents. Mm-hmm. So I um, felt that was wise to not to not do that this mm-hmm. year. But next year, for sure, everyone will be better trained, including myself. <laughs> and I'll have a fully decorated house once more. Wow. Are you an out- lights outside of the house person? Yes. And this year I did more than I had. Ooh. It used to just be my blue spruce named Bruce that you mm-hmm. became familiar with, with the uh, with, uh, the chirps mm-hmm. for that saga. And um, this year I added uh, a couple of white strands. I'm very critical of outside decorations mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. T- to a fault. Um, the, the the multicolor lights have to match throughout the display. The white lights have to be that nice, like, warm yellow glow, not that, mm-hmm. like, light, like, blue light type thing. Mm-hmm. Um and that has to be consistent all the way through. Whatever you commit to, do throughout the house. Um, I do like people. My neighbors, for uh, for example, did uh, white lights at the base of the trim, and then they had colored 
lights uh, for the icicles, or maybe I have it backwards. But I like that. I think that's tasteful. But um, I don't like that blue. Mm. That blue that's just mm-hmm. it's on it's the same color on my microwave and my oven too. It's just you look at it and you feel like your soul's getting sucked out of you like it's a dementor. I don't know what it is, but that blue is just so depressing. Maybe that's why Elvis sang Blue Christmas. He was looking into that oh, damn light gosh. in the microwave for too long. That's probably what it was. I think we we figured it out. Yes. How do you feel about inflatables? Um, I think they're incredible. I don't dislike them, but some mm. people's yards that are small and it's littered with inflatables looks tacky. It does. Now, if you're the Greedy Griswolds and uh, who don't decorate anymore, mm. they were they were famous in the country, actually, as one of the best and wildest holiday displays. I actually have friends who were neighbors of the Greedy Griswolds. Um, it'd be on, on, uh, on be music blasting. I mean, it was a lot. And it used to be it my old fun. neighborhood. Really? Um, but they hated the Griswold. I mean, they didn't hate them. They were good people. But uh, when people are so naughty mm-hmm. that they'd park in front of their house, in front of their driveway, um, and they said basically you had to work around the sky. When it became dark, you could not get in or out of your house. So they oh. had to plan their errands to be home before dark. Otherwise, they would not get into their driveway. Oh, no. And I just think that's so incredibly rude. It is rude. Uh, but they're gone now. Um, they couldn't do it anymore but it was mm. it was a fun display and i haven't yet i've yet to see another display that can that can match the greedy griswolds we had this guy at the end of uh, one of my childhood homes we called him snake man because he had three snakes and he'd every now and again put them out on his front lawn one was mm-hmm. like a 20 foot albino python you could see it from halfway down the block oh my gosh. Uh, but he did a pretty big display and we didn't know his name so we'd call him snake man but then <laughs> he ended up passing away actually and um, anyway, interesting stories there. But, he, you know, that was nothing compared to the Greeley Griswolds. I've seen some. I know some people are trying to figure out who is going to be the next Greeley Griswold, though. Not quite to that degree. But I've seen a couple cool displays by Bittersweet Park. That oh. area, they're really taken over in a way. I went to uh, – I love LED lights and they're so good for, you know – the environment. I want to do my fence in my backyard. I want to do more trim. I have a two-story house, so I'd like to do the trim there, but I usually when I have time to decorate, there's no one there to hold the ladder, and I, uh, I don't want to perish. Mm-hmm. Um, plus, it takes time to accumulate lights. It's mm-hmm. not inexpensive. No. But, oof, I'm going to try to stock up. Now everything's on sale, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but, but anyway, what about you? Do you guys go all-out decorations? I do in the inside of my house. It's Ever since I came to college, that's been a big thing for me. My mom is really into decorating. She changes, like, every decoration in her house, depending on the season. So Christmas is huge, and she does the inflatables and all that stuff. So I do the inside, and I keep it cute. It goes along with the theme of the house, but... I don't decorate the outside of my house. I'm always worried it'll get stolen because I live by the college, you know? That's fair. That's fair. What are your thoughts about inflatables? I like inflatables. I think that they're cool. I really like the giant skeleton. That's not an inflatable, but that really stepped up the the bar. The Halloween for, game? Yes. Well, oh, now gosh. That, they're like 20 feet tall. Well, yes. 15 feet tall. They're very tall. And now Where do that, you store them? I don't know. I, I know somebody who... It's in Castle Rock. They keep it out all year, and they decorate it for the holidays. So for Christmas, it has a Santa hat. Easter, it had bunny ears. My stupid HOA won't let us have Christmas lights on after a certain date. What? HOAs are – I mean, there's a, the, some are good, some are bad. Mm-hmm. You know, it keeps some of the riffraff out. It keeps things tidy. You know, you're not run down. But at the same time, it's just kind of a pain. Mm-hmm. I wish I ran your HOA. <laughs> 
I'm sure you do. And I'm still bitter. I ran for my HOA board and they didn't accept me. Maybe they knew you would want to keep the Christmas lights out a little bit too long. I was also trying to go into a neighborhood universal trash pickup oh. instead of having three, sometimes four days of trash a week. You know how mm-hmm. obnoxious that is? Mm-hmm. Also, I, I run your HOA, so I was able to stop. Everybody else wanted it, but secretly, I'm like the Illuminati of your HOA. <laughs> nice. It's a good role to have. That wouldn't surprise me. Right? Mike I'm chemtrailing your neighborhood now. Chemtrailing? Yeah, don't don't worry. I, I don't believe in that either. Uh-huh. Stay tuned for more Nick Snacks. We'll be back after this break. Hey, you're back on the air. Just shaking my head. (laughs) Ho, ho, ho. Micah, I would request Trans-Siberian Orchestra for the duration of the show. I will be very specific in my request. Trans-Siberian Orchestra Christmas music. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't know who that is, well, and I don't know how to spell it. That's all right. You'll you'll t- troubleshoot it. It'll be good. (laughs) Uh Uh-oh, Spotify and the internet aren't working, darn it. Oh, jeez. Ah. Classic. I saw Trans-Siberian Orchestra in Denver last year. Did oh, three you? years ago. It was three years ago. Wow. What, did, what, did, what were they doing? Their show. Oh. It was fun. It was loud. Yeah. That seems like it would be. But it was neat to see them. But, you know, for those shows like this, it's just, uh, I mean, it was entertaining. You didn't have as much. They had a lot of their own unique pieces and not as much of the, the stuff you're familiar with on the radio. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I still think one of my favorites is, uh, oh, crap. Which one is it? It's from The Office when they have one of their holiday specials. <gasps> yeah. Um, and he just kind of goes through the sequence of the party and Dwight, like, doing his gift and, and I think assembling his, his uh, nutcracker, what mm-hmm. it was. Um, you know, as much of a doofus as Michael Scott is, he really does know his employees. And, he does. And cares deeply for them. So getting him that, uh, that nutcracker. But then I think about the White Elephant episode where Phyllis gave him the oven mitt and he just caused... A yep. riot. And then bought the iPad. <laughs> yes, iPod, yeah. iPod, no. Yeah, iPod. Mm-hmm. That was before iPads. Yeah. Wow, that was a time ago. Oh, the office. Speaking of Michael Scott leaving the office, that was a really poor segue, wasn't it? Yes. Alyssa, you have got a new job after you've graduated. Mm-hmm. Uh, we can talk about your student teaching experience, but you chose not to go really into the education world. Mm-hmm. Um, what are you going to be doing soon? <laughs> Or now, I guess. Good segue. Um, Now I am working for the Greeley Philharmonic Orchestra. Um, I am officially hired in big positions, not just an intern. I am the production manager and the orchestra librarian, as well as some administrative role 
without a name yet, but I'm very excited. I'm excited to be back in the office. I loved student teaching. It was very fun. But once I had felt the kind of excitement that I felt for the GPO, I knew that it was going to be really hard to beat. And unfortunately, it was just not even unfortunately. Fortunately, I was able to come back and I'm really excited. We're glad to have you. Mm-hmm. We still don't know what that role is going to be yet um, mm-hmm. administratively, but you get to about 25 hours a week and mm-hmm. be back in the office um, in the next, well, now. Yeah. There's a lot to do. It, there is a lot to do. There's a lot to tie up by the end of the year, and we're getting ahead on stuff, which is exciting. I, I've never been in the production role of things, and I had no idea what it was like to be an orchestra librarian, and it's very different, but... Me either, and poor Michaela's had to go through the... the, the I don't even know what to say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all the efforts. She and I kind of met, mentioned it earlier, but all of us have education backgrounds, which I feel like you can really see in the office, because we have a very teacher way to go about the steps that we're taking and how we're doing things, and it makes it really easy to follow. (laughs) We're trying. Exactly. Well, in addition to your new role with the GPO, I think Mm -hmm. it's time that word's gotten out that I will be departing the GPO Mm -hmm. as the CEO at the end of January. So that's uh, that. Wow. I I said it on air. I know. Um, Seven years. I had my seven-year anniversary on December 15th, a night that we had our first ever sold-out concert of Christmas Brass, and that was in Windsor. So, wow, it's just kind of come full circle. Um, But I have an extraordinary opportunity um, to change careers Mm -hmm. and still remain in the community that I've fallen in love with over the years. So uh, I'm thrilled to be seeking a new adventure, um, but dang it, I'm sad to be leaving the GPO, but we're going to have a heck of a fun month in January working together mm-hmm. and getting as far as head. Um, we have a replacement already for me as an interim, and he's a really good friend, Ben Barnhart. I think that's announced, and if not, oops, sorry, sorry, and what are they going to well, um, do? <laughs> dang it, Nick. Um, press releases are already out, and people have been informed. There's still a lot more people to tell, but um, yeah, I'm Really sad to be leaving, but uh, it's an, a great position. We have a wonderful staff. We have all the holes filled for vacancies we've had on the artistic side of staffing. The orchestra is just moving ahead so well, and mm-hmm. this is you know this, it's that's a time that I feel really comfortable handing over the reins. It's going to be exciting. It's going to be sad. To quote Michael Scott, "Goodbye, stink." Good T-shirt idea. Oh yeah, <laughs> but it'll be it'll be fun to see kind of how we keep everything going and what we put on different people's plates and different people's perspectives. And you'll be there to take any phone calls and questions we might have. But it'll be it'll be fun. It'll be something new. It's uh, It was a tough decision to make, but I think mm-hmm. it was the right one. I know it was the right one for me and for the GPO. It's good to have change. Mm-hmm. Um, we can get into the psychology of that. You know, CEOs or executives of nonprofits last about three to five years. I've been there for seven, so mm-hmm. I always like to beat the curve a little bit. But mm-hmm. I'm really happy with the transition process in place. Um, what I like a lot is, you know, the flattening of everyone's roles because, you know, fortunately and unfortunately with the seven years I've given, it, it's I know everything. I know mm-hmm. so much, and it's in my brain. So now that we're going to empower you and Michaela and Ben and all of our staff to like kind of take on roles, it helps balance everything out. So there's mm-hmm. not a huge void. But it's a lot to do in a month, and we're all just having fun. And and I know I'm in a lame duck type of season, but I mean the work's my 
foot still on the gas pedal, and Ben and I are meeting constantly, and we're just putting all these practices in place. What I'm most looking forward to, I challenged Alyssa on her first day. I said, okay. <laughs> I just hired her, and I was like, hey, when I had more hours for you. <laughs> Um, is, you know, Ben was like, okay, the first two weeks we'll be doing this. The last two, you know, I'll be, I'll be focusing a lot on grants and, and just trying to get everything in my brain on paper for our standard operating procedures, SOPs. And, uh, but he goes, I want your last few days to be fun. I'm like, wow, I've never felt that way before. <laughs> I mean, not that my job wasn't fun, but you know, it's mm-hmm. stressful. Um, so I asked Alyssa to come up with a homecoming theme <laughs> week. So every day is a different theme and yes. we're encouraging everyone in the office building to participate. You know, if you go back to, to those homecoming days of pajama day or decades day or mm-hmm. um, I, I just don't know. I uh, used to have Edward Day because I will be leaving to be a financial advisor for Edward Jones. Yes. Which is more difficult to get into than Harvard. Wow. 220,000 people apply a year for financial advisor positions and only 150 make it. It was about a 13-step process um, to get hired, and it was daunting. It was challenging. It was hard. So many interviews and personality tests and sociological sociological tests and role-playing interviews. It was just, wow. And I thought I had failed the role-playing thing because that's the thing that gets people knocked out the most. Mm. But now they called me that night, and wow. Wow. So, I bet even less get to start after having a homecoming week. Uh, probably. Which involves famous Edwards. Exactly. <laughs> Edward Scissorhands. Exactly. I don't know any other Edward Cullen. At Twilight. Kay. Oh, all right. So <laughs> that'll be interesting. But Oh, I, I am really excited for the next phase of my life that will mm-hmm. start in February. And, uh, boy, really sad to be transitioning out of the GPO, especially after the momentum we have, the conductor mm-hmm. that we have, um, the staff that we have. I told Alyssa in her, in her going away letter, um, I go, one of my biggest regrets with the GPO was not being able to hire you. And it's ironic that I have to leave in order to get you hired. Mm-hmm. I feel like in a way that might be selfish, but I don't know if it is, you leaving is really a big opportunity for me and Michaela to take on leadership roles. And I I mean, I told you this, too. I knew from my first day that I wanted to do more with the GPO, and I knew it wasn't going to be possible just for a lot of different reasons, and now it is, and that's really exciting. And it's it's sad to see you leave, but me and Michaela are so excited to kind of take on some new stuff. Oh, it's going to be great. It's going to be great. And sad. And sad. Goodbye, Stink. Goodbye, Stink. I'm going to get that t-shirt for my last week. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Well, stay tuned for more Nick Snacks. We don't know what we're going to talk about, but that's the beauty of Nick Snacks. We'll be right back after this break. Disappointed in Micah. That, that's Christopher <laughs> Lee. That is Christopher Lee. He was in Star Wars. And so you can't be Lord upset by that. I, I, I can't be. I no, you can't can be. No, you can't. You can't tell <laughs> me how Wars. I can be. <laughs> May the force Nick be. Nick is holding the feeling you. stick. I am. <laughs> 
Nick Snacks is brought to you by 477 Distilling. If you missed last night's trivia, we did a wrong answers only trivia. Check out their Facebook page. They've had incredible commercials all month long with their 25 days of Christmas. Um, boy, I just love that place. It's a great place. The commercials are so fun. They are fun. They are really cool. I was fortunate enough to uh, to be invited to their staff holiday party along with a couple other uh, civilians, I think. Tom Shaw, Papa Tom, and Scott Magerflesh, a.k.a. Darth Monger from The Nerd Show. And uh, we just got to enjoy, oh my goodness, the um, just the party, the atmosphere, the gratitude that Matt has for his staff. I mean, he says a comment about everybody there, even even us, the, the civvies, as we call us. Um, but, you know, Tom has been a great supporter from day one. Scott has come in and has just been incredible. Um, and I do take credit for introducing him to 477. And, and it's a great story. Um, Scott was up here interviewing for a job. It was uh, his final interview. We thought it went really well. He swung by my office. I was in a dry month, but I offered him some bourbon anyway. He loved it so much he waited around until they opened to buy two bottles. And, and then once wow. he moved to Greeley, that's been his home, especially after his wife passed. You know, it became family. And Scott and I are just regulars there. Mm-hmm. Um, Scott always fills up the water bottles whenever he's there. Uh, helps sweet. out with dishes, you know, kind of what I, I do. I make some cocktails now when I'm when I they allow me behind the bar. Wow! Um, and as a you know, just a, a moment Matt shared, which really you know, you never know when Matt says something about me. Usually, we're trying to compete to embarrass each other, kind of <laughs> like the Impractical Jokers. And it's like, okay, mm-hmm. Matt got to me during that point. It was like, oh gosh, what's he going to say? Um, but it was really he was trying to get some business advice for his Fort Morgan location. And uh, it was, I don't even know who said this, but he goes, you need to find your Nick Kenny out there. He goes, there's mm. no better walking billboard or brand than, than me for 477. Um, and it's true. It's a, a, he's got a culture, a workplace that, is, that should be envied by other business mm. owners in town, a wonderful product and an atmosphere that's just too good to beat. I agree. You introduced me to 477, and now it's a place that my friends love to go to, and there's great events. I think Michaela would say the same. You, you introduced your staff nicely to the distillery down the street. Yep. But... We got a meeting. Let's go drink. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That was our marketing meeting the other day. We had some creative ideas. We so. did. It got it got lively. Oh, it did get lively. <laughs> it got very lively. Yep. Um, but just shout out to Matt and his crew for uh, for wonderful product, 477 Distilling, located in downtown Greeley. Um, I'm taking, I think, a record number of bottles home for gifts this year Wow! for the holidays for one of people who've ordered and mm-hmm. and need me to to ship them and bring them across state lines uh but also just gifts for aunts and uncles for a cousin who can't wait to visit me in june or july um for 477 he's really excited to finally see what it's about so i'm bringing him a bottle home so Aww. he can have a little preview before he gets out here that's awesome that's exciting yeah my cousin jacob he's a uh one of the funniest and wittiest people you'll ever met. And a lot of times it's just so subtle or so quiet. If you're not paying attention, it's – You'll miss it. It's, absolutely. Um, he's got a – I'm going to have to introduce you to him when he's, when yes, he's out here. He's absolutely. A, he's a zinger. Wow. Even more than you. Oh, yeah. I would not want to go challenge Jacob in a, in a battle of wits. Ooh. Hmm. Now you've got that on radio too. I know. Forever. Wow. Wow. Well, there you go. You know, I've I've been wondering now that I'm like entering more of an adulthood era of life, holiday parties are much more common than I thought. I didn't really go to holiday parties. I mean, my family didn't go to holiday parties. There was the school party and that was it. And now it's like, 
I didn't realize everyone had a holiday party. And they're really, they're very classy. They are. There's uh, one I've not been able to attend in all my years being friends with, with John Howard. And uh, they do one because it's on points at a pops day. Mm, and that's mm-hmm. you know, now that I'll be transitioning out of out of my role with the Greeley Philharmonic. Wow. Uh, but I have encouraged them because I will still support the orchestra. I am excited to be a patron of the arts. And for one reason alone, um, whenever I go to a live performance, especially an orchestra, I'm going through their magazine and seeing who their donors are, who their sponsors are, mm-hmm. who their advertisers are. And I became jealous. How are they getting so much money from these donors? Grumble, grumble. How do they get this grant? Mm-hmm. You know, um, and critiquing everything, and well, taking notes, not being uh, you know a mean critic. I can't wait to be an audience member where I can enjoy that which I spent twenty years of my life doing performing, mm-hmm. and it'll be such a different feeling. I think I could be jealous that I'm not up there anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, I could say, well, I don't know why they're doing it this way, but I'll have to be at peace with with passing over the baton, if mm-hmm. you will. Um, but I'm excited to be an audience member, and I know that if I do well in my career, I could be a very substantial donor for the arts someday at the Greeley Philharmonic. It do you really get free does. tickets in in a severance package? You should negotiate that. <laughs> yeah. Well, they're not firing me, so I don't get a severance package. <laughs> oh, well, maybe they one. should fire you so you get a severance package, and that would be free tickets. It could be. It could be. But I, I hope to be that donor where I get free tickets every year at that level. Mm, yes. But – yeah, you were going to ask something? Yeah, it, I was just going to say it really changes your perspective of what you love when it's what you do for your career. It's it's so fun. I'm just on the beginning end of it where I'm super excited to be looking at music every day. And it's like we have three different phones playing different music in each person's office. And it's so a part of our, you know, culture as an as an organization. But it is hard. You really do critique everything. I under, I feel the same way. Like... When I was working at a school, it's so different. It's not a professional level, and I had really high expectations for at every level, like for the programs, for these little concerts, which were amazing. But it's just not it's not the same level. It's it'll be exciting to enjoy it without that critical lens. Though I don't know if you can take that off. <laughs> I, I doubt it. Uh, follow up with me next year. Mm-hmm. It's five months or three months when I'm attending concerts and like, yep, nope, that's going to be on for a while. I think I'm really sure do. you'll send us your edits, your notes. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yep. Mm-hmm. You'll you know who the, oh, is Nick complaining again? Yep. Uh, no, I'm, I'm so excited for this next journey. I did pivot from a, a where was I going with a conversation? Holiday party. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> They do one every year, and uh, it's it's costume party. It's a different theme every year. What? Um, and it's hard. I mean, from what Thanksgiving to New Year's, there's parties, 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 mm-hmm. parties. We had a wine-tasting party at, at my friend Tom Ginn's house. That same day as the 477 party, um, where I really had to manage my intake of booze that day because there was <laughs> a wine party and also, you know, mm-hmm. um, enjoyable drinks over at uh, the Doubletree. Um, we did fine. We all, we all did great. But um, – <laughs> What I like, the Rio, um, they do their holiday party in January after the holidays because it's always wow. so busy. And I think that's neat to do after the holidays where, oh, you can still dress up. You can still have some holiday music playing. Um, I'm invited this year. and They're doing a casino night. And wow. uh, everyone's given $100 in chips. And whoever, you, know, you cash in your chips for prizes at the end, kind of like an adult version of like uh, tokens and tickets or, or something like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know what they're called out here, but of an arcade where you get those tickets and then buy something way overpriced. But I understand that they're giving away TVs and wow. 
like gaming systems. So it's not like a, a way overpriced board game of Monopoly for five thousand tickets mm-hmm. that took you six hundred dollars to spend, you mm-hmm. know, to earn. But that'll be a lot of fun in January to attend the Rio's uh, yeah. holiday party. I know. I had a. My boyfriend's job did their holiday party in November, like around Thanksgiving time, and that was so fun. It just like kickstarted the season, and it wasn't really Christmas, but it was still fun. It was festive, and that's I, I honestly with when things are showing up in department stores mm-hmm. now, I wouldn't be surprised if you have a holiday party in early November moving right? forward. It's crazy, but I'm a I'm an early. I'm an early Christmas person. So once Halloween's over, you're in Christmas mode. I am. And I Thanksgiving's am. just a little interlude where you feast for a day. My family doesn't do the the big th- Christmas dinner that way, so Thanksgiving is the only time I get that kind of food. Oh. And then we do Christmas. Oh. It's a little different. I can't wait for Christmas dinner. <laughs> Ham. Me too. Roast beast. Wow. Beast. Beast, roast beast. <laughs> <laughs> Stay tuned for more Nick Snacks. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Nick Snacks. <laughs> I'm being exposed to a lot different Christmas music this year. It's true. This, this day. That is a Christmas song. It is about peace on Christmas in World War I. You're welcome. Thank you. <laughs> Gracias, Micah. <laughs> May the force ever be with you. Mm-hmm. You guys are better now Thank for you. hearing that song. We are now better people? Yes. Okay. I can feel it. Even. I feel a little bit better. I got a little energy, a little charge, a little zing, a little yep. zap, a little zest. Lots of things. Lots of things. Go Broncos. Mm. We're here in the Allo Communications studios. Again, Nick Snacks is brought to you. This wraps up another year of Nick Snacks. Yeah. Do you have a year in review? No. Well. <laughs> <laughs> Great question, Alyssa. Thank you. I've been flying off the cuff ever since you departed five months ago. Yep. Yeah, half the year without me, half the year with me. Yeah, that's how it's broken up. Yep. <laughs> it was a good year. You know, with the Nerd Show and Scott on, we did a, a little more just broad discussions. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I will say we just w- uh, finished and reviewed The Peripheral on the Nerd Show. Fantastic show. I cannot recommend that enough um, on Amazon Prime. I also loved and adored Severance on Apple+. Plus. That's about uh, uh, folks who can get their... An implant in their brain that shuts off their personal life when they go into work. It's like passing through a Wi-Fi zone type of thing. Whoa. And then uh, vice versa. You think that'd be great. So many people thought that during COVID, like, oh, or before, I wish I could separate work from home. Um, watch this show because it'll get put a lot of different things in perspective. Ooh. You don't even know if you have kids or a family when you're working. And it's 
It was good. A ve- wow. It started off kind of slowly, but I cannot recommend Severance enough. That sounds really interesting. And there's I mean, a lot of a very good original shows coming out. Mm-hmm. So Severance, The Peripheral. Um, I've seen Spirited. That's a Will Ferrell and a Ryan Reynolds holiday Ooh. movie. Uh, I haven't seen it yet. I've heard a lot about it. It's it's good. I enjoyed it. Um a lot of singing and dancing and ridiculousness, but it was mm-hmm. pretty Octavia Spencer's in it, and I've always liked wow. Octavia Spencer. Mm-hmm. So you get an all-star cast with a really weird twist at the end, and I enjoyed that. I really did. Um, and a Christmas story story. That's the sequel to A Christmas Story. Now, there was another Christmas story made decades ago, but that mm-hmm. was garbage. Um, this one brings back uh, most of the original cast. Wow. Um, except the mom, which I think was probably the weakest cast member. Didn't really seem like the mom from the original. But it was a fantastic story. It wasn't too cheesy. Um, it, it, it had a perfect amount of throwbacks um, and nods to the original movie. And it actually ended with uh, him starting to tell the story of A Christmas Story. So oh, you can wow. almost watch it in a loop, you know, from A Christmas Story to A Christmas Story story. Wow. Um, but I really enjoy that. So I might watch out my parents this weekend mm. when we're snowed in from the blizzard of 2022. Yeah. You know, despite all of my love of Christmas, <laughs> I really haven't seen very many Christmas movies. I'm not a big movie watcher in general. But this year I tried to tackle at least a few, so I watched Home Alone. I had never seen it before. Wow. That is a good movie. That's a gem. It is. And then I watched Home Alone 2. That's an even better one. It's true. New York. Yeah. The third one, don't even bother. I didn't even know there was a third one, so... There's a remake of a Home Alone that just came out, and I was scrolling through Disney Plus the other day, and at a glance, the kid in it looks like my nephew, so I will not give that one a watch, because Mm -hmm. I don't know how... But I am curious how you can be Home Alone in this era. I mean, you look back and watch Home Alone. that came out mm-hmm. in the 90s. Alyssa, I mean, it's something an easy text could fix these days. Mm-hmm. But back then, you didn't have that. Um, one thing that I did laugh when we had the U-Haul for, for our Christmas brass concert, which was phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Incredible reviews from our audience members that uh, the GPO's brass section uh, is the best ensemble they've heard. And this person was a chorus member for the Colorado Symphony. Oh, so. wow. Bold statements that are true, that the GPO is poised for success moving mm-hmm. forward. And still, anyway, um, of having Gus Polinski and the uh, Kenosha Kickers in the back of that Penske van <laughs> yep. driving, that would, uh, after driving one of those vans and having to tie down all the instruments that are worth tens of thousands of dollars, um, I can't imagine they'd be back there sitting comfortably. No. But, oh gosh, who played Gus Polinski? He passed away. What was his name? Um, he was in Planes, Trains, and Automobiles to Micah. Does that ring a bell? John Candy? Yes. Um, he did all the filming for Home Alone in one day. Really? Yeah. Wow. And the house in Home Alone is the same house in Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. I've never seen that movie either. It's a great movie. It's a great Thanksgiving movie. Oh, okay. Anything, anything John Candy is a great movie. Yeah. I love Uncle mm. Buck. Oh, yeah. That's a great one, too. John Candy, he was taken too soon. What a legend. Um, have you seen Elf yet? I have. I have. Elf is my mom's favorite movie of all time. So we watch Elf pretty often. I watched Elf recently twice in one day. Just It was just that kind of energy. But I haven't seen it live. I've seen more and more people seeing mm-hmm. Elf the musical or with live music. And I'm, I'm feeling left out. I know oh. like three people that did that I this did the year. Colorado Symphony Elf live last year. It was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Especially the ending, that powerful orchestral music that's mm-hmm. when Santa takes off. Um, one question I have, uh, and this is an opinion piece that'll be at Trivia, um, is uh, which movie has the best representation of Santa Claus? 
I personally love the Santa Claus. Oh, with Tim Allen? Yes. I think, because I always wonder about, I mean, I, I know about Santa, but I always, <laughs> I always wonder. Disclaimer. Yes, I'm aware of the Santa truth, but I always wonder, like in the, the legend, is he immortal? Mm-hmm. Why is he old? Mm-hmm. What? What? How did he get there? Why is he hanging out with elves alone? Mrs. Claus? Well, that's that's. There's a new series on Disney Plus called the the Clauses, um, mm. and it's addressing that's about know, rules. What happened? Yeah, what happened to Mrs. Claus when the Santa died in the Santa Claus? <gasps> um, was there a Mrs. Claus? Yeah, and what happens to her? So I think that's interesting. I always loved that movie as a kid. But I think that the, the best representation of Santa, like to me, is like an elf. I think he was a mm-hmm. great Santa, kind and had a good voice. Um, the Miracle on 34th Santa Claus was also pretty exceptional. Which one? I haven't seen that one. That's the original. The, the original? original is fantastic. Okay. Uh, you want to know what my favorite holiday movie is, and I'm serious about this? Die Hard? No. Deadpool. <laughs> no, no. Actually, uh, I'd say the one from like 1935 or something. Oh, it's, it's a wonderful it's life. It's a wonderful life. That is the music a, in that is so good. Oh, and that's a powerful movie for anyone. Its its relevancy still stands true. And I think it was 1946 or seven that came out because Jimmy Stewart, who played the lead of of um, uh, George Bailey was a bomber pilot in World War II. And you are correct. Had, 1946. I was guessing smart. at the year. Um. I just knew that it was after World War II because he, uh, he that was his first movie he did and, and was dealing with PTSD at the time. Wow. Um, I've never seen that one either, but I'll have to, uh, it's, I'll it's, have to watch it's it. It's so good. And it's black and white. It's just a stunning story. Wow. I loved it. Uh, it's it Basically, the summary, he uh, wishes himself dead um, and had never been born. And, and then Clarence comes down from to earn his wings Aww. as an angel and, and helps him through. It's fantastic. Wow. Folks, this has been great song playing, Micah. Appreciate this. Um, happy, happy Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. All the holidays. Um, have a blessed new year. Cannot wait to return with Alyssa in yes. 2023. Shout out to Micah behind the glass. Folks, again, thanks for tuning in to Nick Snacks. Y'all be safe out there. And that's our cutoff. <laughs> <laughs>